Come on, come all, come gather round. Come hear tales both lost and found. Grab yourself a drink with a splash of lime. It's David and Michael's story time. Hey everyone, welcome to another exciting episode of Story Time. I'm your host. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't think, of, couldn't think of anything else in there. I also don't have anything to add, and I'm a Michael Santel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You uh, Sometimes you just got to go with the truth. And well, <laughs> then let's tell them the truth. David has sacrificed his personal health today. He has burned the midnight oil to prepare this story. His body is physically rejecting him. He yeah. has a sty on his eye right now. He's, I mean, I he, think. <laughs> he looks a little bit like Quasimodo. He's hunched over. So I I, I, I appreciate you sacrificing yourself for Thank us. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, uh, I'm having yes, I'm having a bad reaction to something. Yeah, which is prescient because today's Animorphs book, book twelve, book twelve is called the reaction. The reaction. Mm-hmm. And actually, almost everything you just said in that bit you just went on about. Yeah. Like, ties really well into the events of the story that we are about to have. And I love that because you have no idea. I haven't told you anything about it. Uh, no, I don't even. <laughs> you, fact, just, you just went off on a thing. and, and I also don't remember to... what the picture was. Oh. What animal picture was this week? Can I get a little, can I get a little taste of that? Oh, yeah, alligator girl. Uh, and I will tell you right now, it is a crocodile. And they make, it's... They make like all the time throughout this book, someone will be like, oh, my God, an alligator. And someone else will be like, crocodile, actually. <laughs> I should have. I should know this. I don't. What's the difference between alligators and crocodiles? One can go in. One one can go in seawater, right? Like one can, like. I I guess maybe. I think maybe that's. Is that what it is? That that is the case. That that will come up in this. One of them does go into seawater. I thought alligators were bigger, but they can't do seawater. Crocodiles are their smaller cousins. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I honestly didn't look it up. Listen, we're not a show that Googles facts, okay? We're not an animal <laughs> time show, but here we go. Here we go. Crocodiles. Oh, okay. Oh, David's doing it. We this are Googling facts. Find out the kid-friendliest version, because I just want, like, three bullet points. Physical differences. Snout shape, size and weight. Yeah. Gators can be anywhere from 10 to 15 feet long. Crocodiles, 14 to 17. Ooh, that's big. A little bigger, yeah. Yeah, they're both good at swimming. <laughs> they can hold their breath Duh, for a long I know time. that shit. Geographical location, where they're from. Uh, yeah, I don't it's, Yeah, okay. whatever. Okay. Jawline. Alligators yeah. have a wide upper jaw. Crocodiles are different in this Got sense. it. They're like first cousins. They can't size. kiss each other. Yeah, okay. They gotta stay. They gotta stay away from each other. <laughs> there you go. Don't bring your fucking woke crocodile politics <laughs> over to the alligator house, okay? Get back to it. The, so, re- the reaction. Action. It is. It is well, from the point of view of Rachel. I will tell you that much. Okay. So last time, yeah. When last we spoke, everything we saw last what time was we, the forgotten. There was some crazy time shit. Everyone died. I was about to say it is the forgotten mission that never happened. But yeah. if it did happen, everybody dies. Only on one it. person remembers it, and it's yeah. Fake. Uh, so I think we'll have some fun PTSD from that. Okay. So the reaction. And if okay. the characters don't have fun PTSD from that, then we'll have fun PTSD. Yeah, well, I already have PTSD for these kids. I yeah. feel bad for them all the time. Yeah. They are child soldiers yes. in a war that they did not want to be conscripted into. And, and that now, no one else knows about. Right, right. Just yeah. bad things happens to children's soldiers. <laughs> yeah, generally speaking, I think that's true across the board. Okay, predictions. 
So the reaction is either the kid's reaction or the alien's reaction. Okay. I think it's the latter. I think we're going to see some policy change <laughs> amongst the uh, amongst the baddies that are going to affect our kids. Sure. Uh, we're going to a place with crocodiles. I still believe that they can only drink salt water or have that ability. So they'll be somewhere on the coast. Okay. Uh, we do know that we live close enough to a beach that there is a beach. Yeah, and it makes right. me think that this is in the south or somewhere. Because, like, where else are there crocodiles? Like, there's no crocodiles in Northern California. I mean, okay. We'll answer that question almost immediately. Perfect. Thank you very much. The The kids are going to have to do a coordinated lie sleepover to accomplish this mission. They're going to have to, like, get a lot of things going. I don't think I wrote it in my notes, but I'll tell you right now that does happen. Uh, one of the kids is going to tell all the other kids that they should really listen to this new band called Hoobastank. I think that's going to pop up at some point. Okay. And I think the children will liberate a pet store. They'll, like, put a rock through a window and all the mice will escape. And they're like, be free, be free. Okay. All the mice will escape except the one that Tobias takes for lunch. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> is there a reaction? that No, no. Okay. Oh, oh. Or log shot prediction. The reaction, much like your body is rejecting your life choices, David, <laughs> uh, the reaction is like somebody gets slashed mm. and the, they're, like their body's having a reaction and they got to get like a special antidote or, or, okay. or like a, a Some starfish kind of stomach. There Just, or something? Yeah, yeah. Some, they're, they're, they're reacting in that way. Okay. Great. Or they're going to go see the hit movie with uh, Morgan Freeman, Chain Reaction. Chain reaction. That, oh. could, that could also be part of it. That also has Sir Lord Keanu Reeves in it as well. <laughs> Great. <laughs> he, was, he, was knighted for the, he was knighted by the queen. Okay. <laughs> David, let's go to our undisclosed location and yep. find out what these fucks are up to. All righty. Like I said, we are from the POV of Rachel. Uh, and as we begin, Rachel and Cassie are one of our, one of your favorite things to happen when you were a kid, going on a field trip. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. She even starts with like field trip, the best words you can hear at school. Like, you know what I mean? So just travel time. It just means like, listen, you're not in the classroom, whatever. You can sneak a, sneak a Game Boy. They can't see what you're doing back there. Hanging out with your friends in the back, talking, making jokes. Yeah. Yeah, you're behind those big seats. Yeah. Play those fun bus games that you'd never understand. Like <laughs> I was never good at those bus games. I was never fast enough as a kid to play those games. They Later never, on, I was... You know, they never let me play in their bus games. But when I got older and found out that I could light the way through the fog with my face, <laughs> boy, did they regret that. It's exactly I didn't right. help them, though. And no, then, you did it. You crashed, did it. That's so. what makes you different. That's the different. That's the real life version of yeah, that story. Is, yeah, when Rudolph holds a grudge. Where do they go on their field trip? <laughs> they go to the zoo at the gardens. Dope! We're going to get crocodiles! You were like, where else could you find crocodiles? And my brain was like, I don't know, man, maybe a zoo? Like <laughs> The zoo! I feel like the zoo, and, and I know this isn't going to happen, but I would spend... I would get as many animals as possible. This is yeah. like an amazing. Well, I mean, it's hard. You have to like get into the animal, right? Now they do have. This is where Cassie's mom works, so that's another oh. thing. That is, with this okay, trip. okay, okay. Continue. So Ka Rachel's all stoked about it. Cassie is dreading it because her mom is going to be like doing the presentation to the school classes, and she's like, "Oh my god, my mom is going to embarrass me so much." And I have a, a, a passage to read you because this is what Cassie is concerned about happening. Oh no! And this is. Possibly the most 90s, like, you are going to feel the 90s from this passage. 
uh, a, a lot. Okay. <laughs> hit, uh, hit me. Bubble tape me up with this one, baby. Okay. <laughs> she thinks she has to be entertaining, Cassie said, still worried about her mother's presentation. It's dangerous when mom tries to be entertaining. See, see, she'll think she has to be cool and all. She'll start talking about the fudgies or Snoop Diggity Dog or <laughs> Boys Eleven Men or Nice is Neat. I laughed out loud, practically spraying Mountain Dew from my nose. <laughs> okay, the Fugees, Snoop Doggy Dog, and Boys to Men I get, but what is Nice is Neat? Cassie looked guilty. N-I-N. You know, Nine Inch Nails. (laughs) I wanted to get the new CD, but I was broke, so I told my mom N-I-N stood for Nice is Neat. I grabbed Cassie's arm and turned her around. No way, you? That sounds like something Marco would have thought up. Cassie quickly looked down at the ground and then started laughing. Okay, it was Marco's idea. He said, what what parent could possibly resist a rock group named Nice is Neat? (laughs) See? I know. She loves nice as neat. My boy, come here. Come away from the door, please. Yeah, stop ruining our nine-inch nails. (laughs) He waited until literally we got into it. David's cat ruined it. Uh, Yeah, because Marco wanted me to get the CD so he could make a tape. Anyway, it worked. (laughs) So, So I thought that was a fun passage. Listen, the most 90s part about that is making tapes. Oh, boy, you get that free record from your friend. Also, uh, Boys 11 Men, never forget. You know, there was a lot of things that happened on that day. We just need to remember Boys 11 Men, never forget. (laughs) Yeah, and so Cassie's worried that she's going to say something like, saving endangered species is cool, like listening to Nice is Neat. (laughs) Right, and all the kids are going to laugh and stuff like that. Also, I'm glad that they had to lie to their parents to listen to Nine Inch Nails. I'm glad that their parents were against it. Those kids should not be listening to that album. And Rachel's even like, do you even like Nine Inch Nails? And Cash is like, ah, they're a little like moody and stuff for me. But like, <laughs> she just like, wants to be a cool kid. She's, she's got to listen know. to what she's gotta it's be grunge. Yeah, yeah. So they're at the uh, the zoo, and they're kind of just hanging out before everything gets started. And Rachel happens to notice, like, right at that moment, a little boy like climbing up on the railing, and then she's like, hey, get down from the end. But before she can even finish the sentence, kid fucking falls in. Oh, no. Falls down into the enclosure. And what enclosure is it? The crocodile enclosure. The crocodile enclosure. That is correct. Uh, And so Cassie's like, everyone starts freaking out. And Cassie's like, oh, my God, I'm going to go run and get help because I know where everyone is in this place. Rachel, stay here. Do not do anything dumb. (laughs) And then Rachel's like, okay. And then Cassie leaves. And then Rachel looks in there and sees, like, the enclosure is, like, like, kind of a little lagoon with, like, an island in the middle. And then the kind of, like, caves and alcoves, like, around the side. And she sees that there are six crocodiles, like, all sunning themselves on the island in the middle. And she's like, oh, no way. Like, and so she gets up on the railing and, like, points, like, away and is like, everybody look over there. And everybody kind of, like, looks over there. And she, like, jumps in and, like, gymnastics, like, grabs a, a, a branch and then, like, falls to the next branch and then, like, falls down into the into the enclosure. She fucking slams her fist into the ground like Black Widow poses with her leg at. Yeah, okay. Um, So she lands there, kind of near the kid, and then she realizes there is not six crocs in here. There was a seventh, much larger crocodile that was in one of these cave alcove things. Papa Croc. What is Papa Croc doing? Uh, Staring at this little kid that just fell down into his enclosure. Ooh, you got to eat that chicken meat. You got to get that little baby chicken meat now, Croc. 
And Rachel hears other people be like, oh my god, she fell in too. No, I think she's trying to save the kid. Oh no, don't do, don't be a hero. Get out of there. Like all that kind of shit. Don't uh, be a hero, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, it lunges, so it lunges at her. Like, it then kind of like stares at her and, and is like, she can tell like it's about to like come at her. And it lunges and she like jumps and like lands on top of it. And then immediately is like, starts trying to focus on it to like acquire it so that it like trances out, right? Uh, and she notes that as she acquired it, she suddenly felt like nauseous, like sick to her stomach and kind of like this pins and needles all over, like real flush. And she's like, whatever, least of my worries right now, I have to like deal with this. So, um, they're in like an alcove where people can't really see them, right? It's like a little cave on the side. You can't really like see over the railing because it goes down under. Um, so she morphs the crocodile and then, like, fights off this now identical crocodile, like, away from the kid. And she's able to do it because she can think, and the crocodile can't, right? Like, it, right, she counters all of the croc's moves. When he does this, she, she swings this she's way. She's got his tail in her mouth, and he's got her leg. And she, like, is, like, pulling. They're, like, kind of, like, pulling at each other. And she decides to let go of the tail right as she's, like, swinging her leg. And so it, like, whiplashes the other croc by, and she, like, gets him in the stomach. Like, that kind of shit. So then, Stupid so then that, fucking crocodile. Like, like, scurries off. And then she thought speaks to the kid, hey, I'm a nice crocodile. Come get on my back. Right? And then takes the kid. Doing years of psychological damage to this child. This yeah. child will never fully recover from this. Harry Potter Harry Potter had a similar experience. And, it, and that fucked him up for a long time. The snake thing? Was that the snake yeah, thing? Yeah, the yeah. snake thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the snake thing. Uh, <laughs> so then she goes back, like, into the little alcove once the kid, like, she, like, gets him over to a place where he can, like, climb out. She, like, goes back into the alcove morphs back into herself right as like the zoo people like bust into the thing and like get her out right um so uh, i know yeah. that they didn't come in i picture them coming in with tasers i picture them coming in they like came in with like tranquilizer dark i know I, I picture them coming in like aliens marines but that's not what it was they came in with came like nets man. yeah they came in with like that that thing you put over its mouth to like yeah. hold it so it won't bite and yeah, stuff yeah. like that um so uh she notes well at least Cassie's mom never got to give her presentation. <laughs> yeah, this is this is the this end of the, the trip. trip. This, yeah, this, they, yeah. they immediately have to go home. Uh, See, I would be like, I get it's not this. I mean, it's kind of this fucking kid's fault. I would I would be furious at this kid because now we have to go back to school. Yeah, although the kid wasn't like one of the kids in the class; it was like some other little kid at the zoo. So then, fuck that kid. Let's continue our trip. Go show me gorillas and shit. But also, one of your classmates then. Also fell in. Fell in. Yeah, but she did a cool... Ah, fuck yeah, it. No Let's go home. That. So, I so guess. the story okay. becomes everyone thinks that she fell in also. And then that little kid somehow just rode an alligator to get out. <laughs> yeah, which is some crazy sauce as well. Sorry, crocodile. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Uh, so everyone's... that Later that day, group meeting in the barn. Everyone's there. Axe is there too. Uh, Jake is real mad, and he's, like, pacing back and forth. And she notes that, like, Jake isn't the type to yell at you when he's mad. He's the kind that's gonna, like, grit his teeth and just pace back and forth and be, like, disappointed dad. Uh, <laughs> so, um, he's real mad, and he's, like, kind of getting on her about it, but she gets him to back off by being like, Jake, what the fuck would you have done? Like, if you right. were there, what would you have done? And he's like, just because I would have done the same thing doesn't mean it was a good thing to do. You know what I mean? <laughs> but he, like, backs off. Um, and then they have what the meeting is actually about, which is that Jake overheard Tom talking about, like, you know, next 
thing, and it's that uh, a certain star is going to be endorsing the sharing, like publicly. A star? Yeah. A star from television and film is coming to our town? And that star is Jeremy Jason McColl. Jeremy Jason McColl? Who is like a teen heartthrob, like Jonathan Taylor Thomas type status, like JTT, you know? Yeah, but it's Jeremy Jason. What was JJM. That? JJM. Jeremy Jason McColl. McColl. Yeah, McColl. Uh, so uh, as soon as he says like, oh, you know, that actor from whatever the show is called. I can't remember what it's called. Uh, this house is not big enough for all these kids. It really is called something like like Powerhouse or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, of course yeah. it was. <laughs> um, David, what were your TGIF Friday shows? Well, the TGIF lineup was... Well, what that, year? Right? It was different every year. Oh, man. I'm trying to think back. I remember a lot of step-by-step. Step. Yeah, a lot of step-by-step. Step. Okay. Day by day. Which was basically the Brady Bunch again, right? That was 90s Brady Bunch. A, a mom yeah. and a dad brought mixed kids into each other's lives. Yeah, it, they was, were, it was Suzanne Summers and that one dad that was always like, oh, yeah, that's the dad. That dad. Uh, yeah, that dad was always the dad. <laughs> Uh, man, I can't remember the other show. There were a lot of them. Uh, was was Sabrina the Teenage Witch ever on TGIF? No, no. It was on I... WB, but it also played on Fridays. So if ABC was playing a show you didn't like, you would go switch over to Sabrina for a couple yeah, of minutes. I can't remember offhand what the other TGIF shows I watched were. I think so there was the yeah they were all family sitcoms. Uh, there was the one with um uh uh, uh, uh with the bro- the three brothers that all were identical. Identical. Uh, not identical. The three older brothers. Yeah, the, the, uh, the, the Lawrence brothers, right? The Lawrence yes, brothers that one had was a show. Brotherly Love, I think. Uh huh. Because it took uh, place in Philadelphia. I was of the age when it was Boy Meets World, but they were in college. Oh, you know like, what? I remember. I watched Boy Meets World like always. Yeah. Yeah, they were a little bit older, and I also remember on their um, the Olsen twins show when they were like they had a oh, show like, where they're, they're like. Detective? No, they're detective. No, movies. no, 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 not the kids <laughs> show. Detective movies. This was when they were they were just like girls who like had a dad and they oh. lived in the city and like shit would happen. Oh, okay, I watched. I, I remember watching that one too. All right. Uh, well, as soon as he says like, "Oh, hey, that star from Powerhouse or whatever." Yeah, JJM. Yeah, uh, and immediately Cassie and Rachel are like. Jeremy Jason McColl. Oh my God, Jeremy Jason McColl. Oh my God, he's so dreamy. <laughs> Jeremy so Jason McColl, he's so and, fucking And obviously cute. Marco and Jake are like, the fuck? Like, and they're like, guys, you don't understand. Like, if he's endorsing the sharing, like, that's going to work for, like, a lot of kids. And they're like, no way. Like, no way. And and to make the point, Rachel's like, Marco, like, this would be if they got the cast of Baywatch to endorse the sharing. <laughs> no, it's not! And, 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 of course, then he's like, what? You mean like Yasmin Bleeth? <laughs> and then <Axe> is like, <laughs> Axe literally goes, is Bleeth a word? <laughs> and that's just a fun scene. That's uh, just a fun, that's so a nice little. This needs to be stopped. We can't let JJM endorse the sharing. And the next question is, well, is he a controller? Or is he just like, you know, are they just angling to get him to endorse the sharing? Are they trying to get JJM into the inner ranks so we they can get Hollywood out. elite? We need to find out what's going on. Uh, so um, Rachel goes home. Uh, does her homework. Mom is like, hey, I'm going to the grocery store. You're in charge of the your sisters. Like, okay. So she's upstairs doing her homework, and then she's like, done with homework. Hey, I'm going to, like, look up 
JJM, see what's going on. So uh, she logs on to his AOL webpage. She finds out that he's coming to town to be on a particular show that's like traveling, you know, like like a late night type show. Yeah. And sometimes they're like, this week we're going across the country to be like in different cities. Like they're doing late that kind of thing. night with Billy Crystal. So so Jeremy Jason McCole is coming to our town, our unidentified town, to be on this show as it also is coming to town. This makes me think it's on the West Coast again, David. He's a big star. He's probably shooting in L.A. or New York. He's got to be able to get there quickly. He can't be spending all this time. He's got fan money. He's got she, he's got places to be. She starts feeling real excited. She might get to, like, meet him. Because, like, as part of this mission to stop him from getting a thing, we might, like, be in contact with this guy. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We're going to talk to him. He's going to be there. He's going to see me. He's going to so, see so me. She, she's getting kind of flustered like that. And then she starts feeling really short of breath. And then she starts realizing, like, oh, shit. Like, this isn't, like excitement like i i'm having trouble breathing she starts feeling kind of sick and pins and needles again oh because of that crocodile virus she got and then she looks down and she notices her hands are green and she's like the fuck and she starts morphing into a crocodile but she is not choosing to she's not thinking about the crocodile she's like actively trying to stop it and is just morphing crocodile how could she watch her sisters if she's a crocodile this will be awful if they come into the room and then once she finishes morphing crocodile she immediately feels changing again and her body is shrinking in places and segmenting and she's morphing straight from crocodile into a fly without going in between and without controlling it that's supposed to be impossible right yeah but well but she did it it just happened so she morphs from fly once she gets down to a fly level she starts growing again and realizing now she's morphing into an elephant yo still not able to control it z space pocket is going crazy It's (laughs) it's getting little it's going all over the place so she ends up morphing into an african bull elephant in her bedroom and crashing through the floor into Oh the no, kitchen, like the like the whole like collapsing Ooh. the house around her. That's not good. Mom mom's going to notice that. You can't fix that, David. You can't fix that <laughs> well, before mom gets is, home. Oh my god, were my sisters in the kitchen underneath me? Did she kill her sister? She did not. They were in the living room. Oh, thank god. Uh, but she's like so she then morphs down to human and is like under this rubble. And has to wait to, like, get dug out by, like, uh, rescue crews. A hundred percent. Because if you tell your mom you you drop the floor, you're in fucking trouble. If you get saved by rescuers, you are a victim and you get ice cream and burgers for dinner. The so house she's, collapsed around you. Oh, my God. The insurance stuff is going to... The gonna, insurance oh my God, stuff. Yeah. Okay, so she's now waiting underneath debris with, like, just, like, pretending to be asleep. But she, she gets dug out and they, you know, they go to the hospital. Everyone's amazed that she's like not hurt at all. And it's like, well, yeah, she would have been, but she was an elephant at the time. And then thank healed, goodness you're morphing. Yeah. <laughs> thank goodness your gray spandex didn't rip it all of that destruction. <laughs> um, while in the hospital, Cassie also like shows up and is like, hey, like, wh- how, like, oh my God. And then, uh, but like her mom is still there. So they can't like have a private conversation about it. Um, well, then, they can. They can thought speak to each other. Well, not if they're human. Oh, okay. Uh, um, and then her dad shows up. Dad, who lives out of town now, right, for his new job. But he, as soon as he heard about the crocodile thing, like, got on the next flight here. And then by the time he got here, a house had also fallen on her. So this is all the same day. The croc thing and the house is the same day. 
You know, the reaction I have to all of this is that this is a terrible day, David. Yeah. The, the reaction, insurance is having to be involved now. I mean, lots of reactionary yeah. things have now. The well, zoo's got to change its crocodile protocols now. And dad even is like, is like, hey, I, I'm here now. Like, I if you, like, I will keep the media off of you because this is a big story. Like, you're a kid who survived these two things in one day. Like, everyone's, and everyone keeps telling Rachel, like, oh my god, you're such a lucky girl. You're such a lucky kid. And Rachel's response always, throughout the book is like really because it seems like kind of unlucky to me to like have all of this happen to me on the same day and they're like yeah but you survived it all that's lucky and she's like i'd rather not have had it happen like that, that would be great cut to britney spears sitting on her she's couch so tapping lucky. her leg she goes wait she's so lucky tell me more about this girl <laughs> she's and she, a star and she goes to the pad of paper and she just starts writing that song but writing it writing cry, it right cries She's lonely. Free Britney, She's baby. lonely. Free yeah. Britney. Well, free Britney. Uh, Hashtag free Britney. Uh, okay. Uh, so um, dad is also like, where are you staying? Hey, I have a suite here in town because I didn't know how long I was going to be staying. You can come stay with me while the house is like getting fixed and shit. Your sisters and mom can go to grandma's house or whatever. Um, and Rachel's like, hell yeah. Room service and like suite in a hotel. Cool shit. Um uh, and and Rachel's like, yeah. Uh, the dad is like, hey, a bunch of people are going to be asking you to like do talk shows and stuff. Don't have to do any of that. Like, don't worry about it. And she's like, well, I could do maybe like one show. I could do like one or two talk shows. I just want to show that she knows that Jeremy Jason McCall is going to be on because they're going to be in town. Late night with Billy Crystal. <laughs> Um, at the hotel, Rachel is left alone. Her dad has to, like, go do something or whatever. Uh, Rachel orders room service. Um, Cassie calls and is like, are you alone? Yes. Is your window open? Yes. Great. Flicker flicker the light a few times so I know which window is yours. And she does. And then an owl owl lands (laughs) on the window. Um... Wait, did she have a cell phone? How is she talking to her? She called, uh, probably from the lobby. And, but then how did she get out? Or a payphone? Okay, payphone sounds right. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, okay. Uh, well, I think she's just like in a couple minutes flicker the light. So I know okay, it's okay. or something like that. But anyway. Um, uh, so she also orders Cassie a piece of pie from room service. Ooh. Puts it on her dad's tab. Uh, so Cassie asks her, like, hey, what happened? And she and says, dad's like, absentee. He's going to pay whatever that fucking bill is. Whatever she wants, she gets. Like, wow, you gets. need to be rich when you grow up because you're too good at this. And Rachel's like, yeah, I'm good at spending money. Who'd have thought? Like, <laughs> yeah, who'd have thought? <laughs> um, so she asks what happened, and Rachel's like, I think I was dreaming. And then, like, morphed from dreaming. And Cassie doesn't really buy it. She's kind of like, I don't know. We've all had, like, really intense dreams about morphing, and none of us have morphed in our sleep. Like, that doesn't quite seem right. And so then Rachel kind of comes clean and is like, okay, like, I was, I did my homework, and then I was looking up Jeremy Jason McCall, and I started feeling all flustered, and then I just started morphing, and I couldn't control <gasps> it. When you get horny, do you lose control of your powers, David? <laughs> uh, uh, so Cassie's like, great, we need to talk to Axe about this. He might know something about it. And she's like, fine, but don't tell Jake. He's just going to freak out and make me not do anything, and just don't tell Jake. Um and so Cassie's like, oh, hey, by the way, Jeremy Jason McCall is already in town. 
because he was on like Entertainment Tonight or whatever. And apparently, and her body just starts spazzing out into crocodile. Uh, and and apparently tomorrow he's going to be on some yacht, it's like some producer's yacht or whatever, like at the beach. So that's where we, as the group, are going to like kind of spy and see what's up. Is he a controller? Is he not? Like, what's the deal? That's the uh, plan. So gross that these young girls will have no problem getting on that producer's boat. No one will bat an eye. They just assume they're here for JJM. Well, they're not going to exactly sneak their way on as people, but sure. Okay, okay. <laughs> we are a crew that can morph animals, after all. Sure. Um, at school the next day, going through classes is normal, and then at some point in the day, Rachel gets called to the vice principal's office, vice principal Chapman, right, high-ranking Yerk. And she's like, and the principal's like, hey, a, a house fell on you and some pretty traumatic shit. How are you doing? Almost exactly. Like, she, she's super nervous going in. She's like, am I walking into, like, a room full of Hork-Bajir warriors? Like, what the fuck is going on? Does he know? Like, oh my god. No, this is just regular school administrative yeah. and he stuff. Literally, he literally, I have in my notes, he tries the whole try to help the troubled youth thing of like, hey, your grades are kind of starting to slip. She's like, I still have an A average he's like barely you know like that kind of like you you are slipping ha- have there been any big changes lately and she's like no no of course not and he's like didn't your parents get divorced like really recently and she's like oh yeah right yeah of course that like <laughs> like she's not thinking of normal shit right um and then he he kind of implies uh well he he first of all he pitches the sharing He's like, you know, you know, I have a I have a youth group that I'm involved with. We do Taco Tuesdays, we do Prayer Wednesdays, and then on Thursdays we do this thing called the Gathering. <laughs> uh, and and he sort of implies that like, well, you know, I know you fell into that crocodile pit, but maybe you like tried to fall in, like kind of pitching that she might be like, are you? crying for help are you suicidal like that and rachel like rachel in her mind is like oh my god he's like saying that i'm suicidal like jesus christ and she gets like really kind of indignant and mad and also sort of she's still really nervous about him knowing like about him and shit this school official is doing his job this is all the these are all the things you should be asking yes although he is obviously a high-ranking york official (laughs) listen i get it but somebody's doing their fucking job but then feeling all this sort of incredulity and uh uh like angst and all this stuff she suddenly starts feeling strange again pins and needles kind of flush all over um, and then her her feet feel real like tight, and then she her feet are morphing. She's got to get out of here into bare feet, not like bare feet, but like a oh, like her feet. shoes are off there. Oh no, bare feet! <laughs> um, and her like shoes literally like snap, like her laces snap and shit, and they kind of split. And, and then she says, "I got to go take a shit," and runs she out is of the freaking room. Out in her mind, trying to stop the morph, stop the morph, stop the morph, and she finally kind of does. And it's just her; she's like got bare feet, but like otherwise is her. And so she's like, "Great, I'm gonna go back to class now," and like gets up and leaves. And like he's like he like kind of like looks at her feet as she's leaving, and she really quickly is like, "Oh, you like my new boots?" Like, and he's like, "Ugh, I never understand teen fashion," and then like kind of goes back to his shit. He doesn't understand why teens wear dead animals on their fucking legs. Good job. She only lucked out because he's a dumb alien guy, but like, oh boy. So she then is like, well, I should have told people at that point. Like, I should have asked Axe about what was going on, but we had a mission to do and I didn't want to think about it. And also I convinced myself that like it was getting better because I didn't turn into a whole animal this time. It was just my feet. So, like, maybe I'm getting over whatever this is. When you have symptoms, you got to see a doctor, David. You got (laughs) to talk to a professional. Um, so they, they morph seagulls, go to the beach, um, Axe is a harrier because he never got a seagull morph, but he's like a a hawk flying higher above. Um, 
and uh, then so Axe as like as they get closer to the yacht, which is like kind of out there, um, Axe like kind of branches off from everybody and then goes into the water and like morphs into something that can be in the water nearby. Dolphin boy. He's got a shark. He doesn't have a dolphin, but he's a shark. Shark boy. Um, And then uh, Jake and Marco, like, stay back as Rachel and Cassie move in as seagulls to, like, land and listen and and observe. Bird kids. Um, They overhear a conversation between Jeremy Jason McColl and some dude. And this dude is, it's almost like your typical, like, deal with the devil sort of, like, all you have to do is say yes to us, and we will give you everything you ever wanted, everything you desire, power, fame, it money. sounds like his this person is a Yerk, right? Uh, they almost immediately recognize this as the human morph of Visser 3. Oh, I knew that shit! Yeah, they're trying to get him. They want to use his... Yeah, it's the classic Illuminati and deal. Jer- to, to Rachel and Cassie's dismay... Jeremy Jason McColl seems super down with this shady deal. And it's like, yeah, I'm so sick of being like the goody goody good boy in all my shows. Like I really want to get out there and do stuff and get, you know, become a real, you know. It's tough to break out of kid stardom into adult role roles. I'm sure that he's probably very successful and is paying his parents bills and shit. Like that's yeah. a lot of stress to put on a kid. He also I makes some you. comment of like, ugh, all these stupid teenagers and their obsession with me. Jesus Christ, they're so dumb. Like that kind of shit, you know? Um Poor JJM. Yeah. So Rachel, upon hearing this, is super disappointed. She feels kind of, like, grossed out that, like, she really liked this guy so much, you know? And she's like, I understand. It's like, ugh, a celebrity and, like, being disappointed when a celebrity is whatever. It's like, you shouldn't get your hopes up. But, like, ugh, I felt so just, like, grossed out and sick to my stomach about it. And then she starts feeling actually sick to her stomach, and it's not just her emotions. And then as they're flying, she realizes she is morphing into an elephant straight from Seagull, and she cannot That's, control it. She can't do it. That's too high. She's gonna hit the. She's gonna hit the water so like she it's starts losing breaks. altitude and falls into the water. But right before she hits the water, she sees Visser Three see her doing this. Fuck. <laughs> and Visser Three, he turns to. He goes, "Get the fucking guts." So she, up. she hits the water. She's an elephant now. She also n- notes that when this uncontrollable morphing is happening, it's happening faster than usual. Like, she's morphing uh. quicker than the normal time would take. Um, but she's now an elephant and sinking into the ocean and starts to drown and starts to get kind of loopy and delirious. Even if she, can't she put her elephant truck out of the water, kid? An she's elephant sinking. swim? She's okay, 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 okay. She does realize that elephants, she's like, I wonder if I, and she's like, uh, she, I tried to swim, and actually they can't. But she was already, like, too deep for it to really matter. Okay. Um, and then she starts shrinking, cause, and she notices a shark, and Axe is like, I found her. And then she starts shrinking, but she's, like, getting delirious, so she's, like, not quite sure what's happening. And then she ends up morphing into an ant, but the ant is like trapped in an air bubble. Like it ends up in a bubble. Oh, that's and good. So she, but no one can see her. And so everyone's like, okay, like be careful or whatever. And then she almost immediately starts morphing back out into crocodile again. Push her up, push her up, push her up. And uh, uh, they finally find her. And while this is happening, Jake has like dropped into the water and is morphing dolphin. And Marco is still a seagull, like saying what's happening. And he's like, uh, Mr. Three is morphing into his Andalite form, you guys. You might want to, okay, now he's morphing into something else. This thing looks crazy. Hey, he's about to get into the water. Hey, he just got in the water. Be careful, he's coming towards you. Those spears look nuts. And everyone's like, I'm sorry, spears? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, whatever it was, it had spears on it. 
He turned into a man of war jellyfish from some other fucking planet that's got tentacles and sharp and spears. Axe is like, oh, he must be a Lepton javelin fish. A Lepton javelin fish, of course. And he's like, I've always wanted to see one. And everyone kind of is like, what? And he's like, oh, you know, like in a zoo or something. Like, <laughs> um, so they they spread out to like kind of keep distance between them. Um, and Visser Three is coming at him real fast. Uh, and, um, he, he, so he's, like, apparently kind of, like, a big stingray-looking thing, but he's super bright colors, and he's got, like, spears that are on, like, the flat back part of him, and she says, like, almost like you have, like, you see missiles on a, on a jet. Ooh, I wonder, can I wonder if he can shoot out the javelin? I mean, javelin fish, it means that they probably, like, shoot out in fucking different directions. So he then also has, like, this big sack that, like, inflates with water, and then, like pressurized shoots out and shoots a spear and it and totally it, makes that noise it totally makes that noise that you just made yeah yeah, yeah. whatever that noise is from star wars where they're dropping those weird bombs <laughs> the proton those bombs yeah yeah, yeah yeah those bombs uh so it spears rachel through the tail Oof. so she can't really swim that well and so what she does is spins over and plays dead and she's like jake like everyone like get the fuck away from me like run he's gonna get you um, but I'll play dead and like so she plays dead and it comes and ch- to chase the others and goes near Rachel and it's like shooting spears at the others the whole time and they're like dolphins and sharks so they're a little better at dodging um, but as it goes by her she then turns and bites real hard with her crocodile mouth and gets right on that sack oh like, okay right as it was puffing up to like expel another spear she hits the sack and punctures Does it puncture it. yeah it punctures it. and literally in my head like a cartoon like shoots Visser 3 like like yeah. out the surface of the water and like far makes away. that balloon noise that yeah, yeah. and then uh, everyone then Marco shows up as a dolphin and is like hey I'm here to save the day like <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's right already done uh, and then everyone escapes um, so then later Axe is explaining what the fuck just happened with Rachel yeah does he know is this a thing that happens to Andalites is it some sort of sickness yeah he goes oh it's an allergy what he's like just- you have. You 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 must have an allergy to something you've acquired. What was the last thing you acquired? And she's like, "Bullshit, this, this crocodile." And he's she's like, "She's allergic oh, to crocodiles." So your your you must be allergic to the crocodile's DNA. And so what's going to happen is your body needs to reject and expel that DNA. And so what you're seeing when you're with these morph things, it's almost like a sneeze. Like you're like, what? It's like a symptom of this infection or this like allergy allergic reaction. So- can you lose a morph? Can her body has to lose the idea of she crocodiles? She has to get rid of the crocodile DNA. Yeah. Whoa. And okay. so and so uh when her uh, the these these morphing sort of chains un- uncontrolled morphing is uh uh driven by big spikes in emotion. Oh, so she felt like super, feelings for a she felt like super a boy. Out and frustrated with Jeremy Jason McCole, or she felt super nervous and scared with Principal Chapman, or when she felt super flustered and horny for Jeremy Jason McCole, right. right? Like, like, well, not in the book they go, "Ooh, it's love," but it's like that, you know. That, yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. get it. So you, you were fourteen once. I was fourteen. So, uh, <laughs> so because she, be, okay, all right, all right, never mind. Continue. So. Oh, because she's a teenage girl, there's no fucking way she can control her emotions. David, she's it's she's screwed. Just because there's she's a teenager she do. doesn't even uh, all teenagers can't control that shit. Sure. Um. So he says you have to go through, and they have a word for it because in in Andalite they don't really have a word for like 
vomiting or spitting up or something like that. What do they call it? But it would it would literally translate to burping DNA. Oh my god! And it oh is, my god! It's called it's called Harith Illent. Harith Illent. Harith Illent. Uh, expelling the DNA, essentially. And I will read to you his explanation. The offending DNA will eventually be expelled from your system. You can't control when it happens. You just have to be careful, especially since this crocodile is a dangerous creature. Sounds easy enough, I said. I'm always careful. It isn't easy. See, you basically have to morph the animal while you retain your own body. You have to create a whole living animal out of the excess matter floating in zero space. I looked at Axe. Excuse me? Until the Harith Illent begins, you can control some of the symptoms by remaining very calm and unemotional. The out-of-control morphing in the water happened when you were upset or emotional. Yeah, so essentially that's it. Okay. Yeah. Where do they take her to have this emotional outburst so so she can Harith Linneth this DNA out of her? So Jake tells Rachel, Rachel, basically you're grounded. Like, you can't come on missions. Don't go to school tomorrow. Like, stay in the hotel chill out don't be emotional <laughs> she's got to abort this crocodile out of her yeah. where does she do but we this? don't know when we can't control when that'll happen got it so uh the next day oh and, and then and then jake also points out like basically like you have to be grounded you fucked up like you should have told us about this before we went on that mission that was right. dangerous this is on you like sit out for now and so Rachel, the next day, lies to them and tells them she did it. She went through it. It was terrible. It was awful. But it's done now, and I'm better. And I don't want to talk about it, okay? She doesn't say this in front of Axe. She specifically doesn't. She says it in front of Jake and Cassie, but she only said it to Cassie over the phone so that Cassie wouldn't see her face and know that she was lying to her. Right. Um, and she, she even points out to us... If I had mentioned it to ask, he would have thought to ask the question that Jake and Cassie didn't, which was, what did you do with the crocodile? Ooh. But no one asked her that because they didn't know right. to ask her that. Uh, so, time for the mission. Cassie and Rachel go to the studio. <laughs> uh, this idea of it makes the animal DNA that they acquired different because mm-hmm. we've talked about how they when they acquire the dna they take on like if it's a female right they take on certain attributes of it uh-huh. this is a whole other thing because they're she's going to have to like create a copy of this animal and like let it not be her you based know? you're right based on herself though like her, she's gonna have a we'll child see. we'll see what she's gonna have right a now. child croc you'll see uh it's, yeah you'll see uh <laughs> um so they go to the studio um, uh, the others are around, I think, doing, like, one's a fly, one is a bird, one is, a, you know, like, different things. Um, but they go in, um, and they find out the other guest besides Rachel and Jeremy Jason McColl is Bart Jacobs, like, the wild animal guy. The guy who'll, like, bring in the fucking, this is a falcon, this is a llama, right? Like, tonight's guest, Bart Jacobson! Um, yeah. Uh, and they, they find this out because when they get into, like, the hallway in the studio or, like, kind of backstage hallway and stuff, a fucking llama, like, runs through. And then a couple people, like, are kind of chasing after it. And Rachel's dad is like, the fuck is going on? And someone's this like, rinky oh, dink, rinky dink production schedule. What the fuck is that llama doing? Get that shit, get that shit under control. So they go into hair and makeup. 
and Rachel sits in the chair, and the person, uh, Ty, I think the person's name was, uh, starts, you know, being like, oh, okay, well, your skin is great, but I, we gotta do something with the volume of this hair, and starts kind of, like, fucking with things, and kind of exactly. keeps mentioning, like, oh, oh my god, like, what do you, when, what was this? And she's like, oh, well, what brand do you use? And Rachel says what brand, and she kind of, like, ugh, like, rolls her eyes. And so Rachel's getting kind of ticked off at this, at this oh, makeup no! lady. She's gonna have a tail jut out of her tailbone! And then, uh, the lady notices that your hair is turning gray. What's happening? And then she's literally like morphing wolf. So her hair is like graying into the grayness of a wolf. And so Cassie like notices and like makes a distraction of like, oh my God, is that like Tom Cruise like in the hallway? And oh my like, God, is it Tom Cruise in the hallway? And like kind of turns and goes to the hallway. And like Rachel Someone's like, like, get that Tom Cruise back on his chain. He must have got out of his cage. And Rachel, Rachel like gets her composure and like reverses the, <laughs> the morphing that had already started. Um, uh, and then Cassie is like real mad at Rachel. Of, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of like you lied. What the fuck? Um, and then Jeremy Jason McColl walks in because he's ready to get made up for. He's his ready for his close up, Mister Deville. And he's kind of condescending and dismissive to the girls. And then he tells them like, "Get out of here." Basically, I need the chair. I'm a number one star. Mm -hmm. I'm JJM. Get out of here. I got to get ready for my crowds. They walk out into the hallway. The door shuts behind them. And they notice that in the hallway, near where they come out, a llama, the llama, is just just standing there now, just kind of chilling, minding its own business. Um, And they (laughs) Do they... Why don't they acquire llama? Well, they say something, and then suddenly they hear a response and thought speak. That llama is fucking Marco. What? <laughs> They're like, Marco, why are you the llama? And he's like, I, I saw them have a llama. And I was like, why not? They're like, what'd you do with the real one? He's like, I put it in a dressing room somewhere. It's fine. Don't worry ah! about it. So then, <laughs> yeah. so then uh, th- uh, they tell him what's up. Cassie's like, Rachel didn't do the thing. She's like, she didn't burp the croc? And like, no. He's like, okay, well, that's a bummer. Uh, but we got to keep going. And then sure. Cassie says, we need a backup plan. Like, we need, I can't believe I'm saying this. We need a copy of Rachel. And Marco's like, I'll do it. And Rachel's like, no, you will not. <laughs> and then Kat, Marco gets caught by the people and led away. <laughs> and he's like, great, I'll see you guys later. Bye-bye. And they walk off. And then Cassie acquires Rachel. People morphing this, David. This has obvious, <laughs> obvious possible problems. Uh, but she even says, don't worry, I'll never, I'll never use this for anything bad. I don't like this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this plan is being improvised from the fucking start. Like, this yeah, is crazy. Yeah, big choices all around. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're led backstage to wait. Uh, the green room is apparently out of commission because last week some band fucked it up and they're still fixing it. Uh, so they're all just like in the backstage area waiting. It's Rachel and Cassie. It's Bart Jacobs. <laughs> um, uh, and then the show starts. Uh, Jeremy Jason McColl comes backstage and is kind of being his whole stuck-up actor thing of like do you know who i am why isn't the green room ready for me like that kind of shit um and rachel starts thinking about him and how like he let himself get tricked he's obviously going to be a controller now because he saw viscer three morph like they're not going to let him get away without being a controller after that right right so he he like she starts kind of feeling like oh like the actual jeremy jason mccall like asshole that he apparently was like had no idea and now is trapped in his mind and is like let himself get tricked and she starts thinking of all this and then she feels real sick to her stomach but it's like different than the other times she's oh, like she, it's she time. feels like real it's, sick 
It's time for the 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 hearth the hearth win. And she tells Cassie, "I think it's happening right now." Uh, and then immediately feels like you know how when they morph an animal, they can kind of feel the animal's brain on top of theirs. Yeah. And they're kind of like fighting for control sometimes. They can kind of give over to that animal. Um, she feels that way, but it's like the reverse. She's the body, and it's almost like the crocodile is the one that is now like trying to control her body, like it morphed oh. her. So it does. She immediately like runs ah, around. Yeah, she immediately yeah, yeah, she yeah, runs yeah. up and she bites Jeremy Jason McCall in the shoulder. Oh uh, no! <laughs> and Cassie like kind of pulls him off. Sorry, sorry, sorry. She's just like a big fan. And then Marco gets led off stage. JJM goes my perfect skin. <laughs> Marco gets led off stage because he had been on stage as the llama. Yeah. And um, she, Rachel immediately tries to bites him in the neck. But he's just like a llama, so he's like fine because it's just a human girl, like teenage girl's teeth. Sure. <laughs> Um, but Cassie like pulls her off and she kind of like gets her mind back a little bit. Um, and, uh, uh, then, uh, a like hump starts like emerging out of her back. Making her, she literally says like, kind of like, I felt like the hunchback of Notre Dame, which. Just like you, David, just like you, you, just like your eyeballs. There you go. Um, You are deformed and you are ugly. So Cassie's taking her like to the bathroom. Like she needs to go to the bathroom. Okay. And as they're going, Rachel's getting really like scared and panicked about this happening and notes that like, you know, my allergy wasn't over yet. So then her getting all scared and emotional, she starts morphing into a bear while this hump is still coming out of her back. And they, the hump is the crocodile expelling itself yes, from and Z it's space. Start, it's starting to take shape too. So like it's starting to form. And uh, uh, so they go into a bathroom and like shut the door. And um, like a lady, a lady, lady, like, lady problems. Leave us alone. Some other lady like knocks on the door and they're like, "Go away!" And she's like, "I need to go to the bathroom." And Cassie's like, "Trust me, go the fuck away. Like, go find another one. You can't be in here." She would in the we would we would see her like say "Go away," but it would sound like a, a bear roar. So it would well, be Cassie like, get out Cassie, of here! Cassie's full human. Cause, oh, okay, yeah. okay. So Cassie says it. Um, but uh, so so they start morphing, and Rachel, like, thought speaks to Cassie. Like, Cassie, you need to, like, get out of here or something. When this croc comes out, I'm not controlling it. Like, it's just going to be a crocodile. And so Cassie gets in, like, one of the stalls and morphs into a squirrel. She's like, I couldn't think of anything else. So she, like, morphs into a squirrel. And then Rachel feels the lump sort of, like, plop off of her okay not not before she looks in the mirror and sees a mostly bear partly human with a crocodile coming out of its back trying to bite her like it's like at a weird angle but the head is trying fucking horrific image yeah yeah yeah. um so it plops onto the floor and then she as a bear and this croc have like a stare down where they're both like What's happening? And uh, does she murder herself? Does she fight murder? happens? Fight Ugh. happens. It's not her. That's not her. That is just a full regular crocodile. But it was a part of her, David. That's the part I don't understand. It was the DNA she took from a crocodile, and now her body expelled it as a full crocodile. Right, but a full. F- okay, okay. Continue. Yeah. Uh, so they start fighting, and Cassie, as the squirrel, jumps onto the crocodile's face and starts like clawing at its eyes. So it's thrashing around. The lady comes back and is like, I couldn't find anywhere else to go. I need to come in here and opens the door. And immediately the fight like bursts out into the hallway. Of a bear, a crocodile, and a squirrel. And a squirrel. Um, everyone starts screaming and running around. The fight makes its way to the backstage area. Billy Crystal goes, this is why I hate animal <laughs> shows! Uh, it, uh, the fight makes its way to the backstage area where a very brave llama charges up at the crocodile. Oh, but, no! But immediately gets, like, fucking slammed away by yeah, its tail. manhandled. Um, and the fight then spills, because the, the croc and the bear are, like, 
all over each other, um, with the squirrel still like clinging onto the crocodile, uh, spills onto the stage right as Jeremy Jason McCole is about to talk about the sharing. He's like, oh, I've got this great organization that's really and then poof, all these animals burst yeah. fighting in onto the Curtains stage come off the rods audience starts screaming everyone starts screaming everyone starts running around um uh the one of the hosts of the show the woman host of the show is like can we get bar jacobs to get his animals and he's yeah. and he's running around like these are not mine like yeah right <laughs> good distinction to make um uh jjm rachel notices like freezes up like where he is he doesn't run or anything she can see his eyes get real wide like he's scared of something and she looks at what he's looking at and off camera like in the shadows behind is an andalite it's axe Oh, okay. He, like, showed up and, like, demorphed to himself. Um, and then uh, Cassie gets thrown off of the crocodile, and she doesn't see where Cassie ended up. Like, just thrown off, you know, fucking far as a squirrel. Um, but then she, like, thought speaks, and everyone's like, hey, I landed near the light switches. Everyone get out of here when I kill the lights. Um, and uh, uh, But right before the lights go off, Jason, Jeremy Jason McColl gets like knocked by the llama who gets knocked into his chair out of the chair and directly in front of the crocodile and like it's like he's like ah my perfect skin and Rachel thinks she sees something kind of gray she, bears don't have a lot of uh, good vision she like points mm. out a lot but she thinks she sees like a gray sort of mass kind of come out of the side of JJM's head he's free the controller left him because he didn't want to be killed by the thing and then the lights go out and as the lights are out and people are scrambling around, Rachel does see Axe, like, run and, like, leap onto the stage and on top of the crocodile and, like, kill it with his fucking, fucking tail thing. <laughs> with his fucking prison knife tail. His where tail would've, thing, yeah. Just gonna ah. shake that dude. Yeah. Uh, and he clearly feels bad about it in his, like, thought speak. He's like, yeah, I had to do that. Like, that kind of thing. <laughs> sure. Um, and Axe mentions that he thought he saw the Yerk leave, uh, uh, Jeremy Jason McColl. And so everyone's, but they don't see it. It's like gone off, right? So they're running. Everyone runs. And as Rachel is running out, she feels under her paw a uh, squish. <laughs> she killed it. She, she killed, killed the it. controller. She, she stepped on the on the yerk that was in Jeremy Jason McColl's head. Um, uh, they they managed to like get to the ladies' room or whatever and demorph in there, like in all the chaos. And she's like, okay, you guys get out of here. You're not supposed to be here. Cassie and I are. I have to go back and find Cassie because she was right. a, she was a squirrel in the dark at last we knew. Um, so uh, uh, the other sneak out, Rachel goes to like find her and like kind of bumps into a guy who doesn't really like pay attention to her because they're all watching someone getting interviewed or someone talking and she kind of like looks over his shoulder and sees herself talking to all of the people in the studio. Mm-hmm. And she realizes that's Cassie as me. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. Right. Uh, and so Cassie's like, oh, I just, you know, it's just been an unlucky day for me. Like, oh, my God, I need to go find my dad. Like, I need to get out of here, blah, 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 blah. And this guy that is, like, really intently staring at Cassie as Cassie walks by tests her and goes, Andalite. And just to see if she has a reaction at all to that. And without skipping a beat, Cassie's like, yeah, a light would have been helpful, too. <laughs> and, and, like, and like continues walking out and her and Rachel kind of meet back up and Cassie demorphs to herself um, and then uh, they leave 
And then later, everyone is all hanging out, like, watching TV, being like, Jesus Christ, that was crazy. And they see, uh, like, on Entertainment Tonight or whatever, they're, like, talking about how Jeremy Jason McColl is out of the hospital, but has left the country, has left the acting profession, and will not be reached for comment at all. Uh, yeah, he had a midlife crisis because an alien took over his body and was screaming in his head for a couple of hours. Yeah, he's pretty messed up. So the girls are like, oh, what a shame. I mean, all of the, the assholeness aside, like, he was so cute. And then the boys are like, oh my god, Marco, change the channel to, like, Baywatch or something. And so then Marco does change the channel, but not to Baywatch. He changes it to Xena, Warrior Princess, and Rachel is like, I'm down with this. The yeah. <laughs> Baywatch is such a weird show. I never watched it as a kid. I knew exactly why people. Either, I but... knew why people watched that show. I wasn't gonna watch that show. Yeah. Um. But thank goodness they got Xena. So okay. Yeah. So again, could have been late Friday night because also they would have. That's where our sat. Actually, Saturday was when they would play Hercules and Xena. Oh, I thought that was like afternoons on weekdays. Uh, I, I kind of remember it on afternoons on weekdays. Th- late, that was later on, but I, I watched that shit. I watched that shit prime time. I would watch that shit on WB. Oh, okay. Yeah. The WB. <laughs> Let's go to lessons. Let's do it. Lessons. David, a lot happened in this story. Yeah. A lot happened in this story. So here's some of the here's some of the lessons that uh, that uh, that uh, stuck out to me. Okay. Uh, Pay one. Pay attention to your body. Mm-hmm. She felt those shivers. She knew mm-hmm. something was wrong. If you feel something, say something. That's okay. Like, and this is sort of a lesson. I don't know if our characters will ever learn this lesson, but we've had this a few times now. Which is, if something weird is happening to you, tell your team. Like, <laughs> you know, if what I mean? you if you can't see out of the side of if you can't see out of your peripheral peripheral vision. Go find out if it's a brain tumor because yeah. it might be a brain tumor. That's that shit stuff. happens yeah. to people. That <laughs> well, is know. real shit, David. <laughs> I know. Uh, disappointed dad. That's the worst dad. There's a lot <laughs> Jake, of different dads. Jake is good at disappointed dad. Disappointed dad's the worst dad. Uh, a, a great lesson, and I think this stands for everybody. Never meet your idols. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The moment, the moment you cross in and you got to, like, meet them as a person, or there's just, only – yeah. It's only one person in my life I was like, oh, that person, and I met them and it wasn't good. And then afterwards I was like, now I know that expression. Now yeah. I get why yeah. it is. The other thing to do is don't let your idols have too much emotional weight for you. You know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. it's You can kind of preempt the letdown of meeting them if in the first place you don't idolize them. <laughs> uh, this goes with the same one that I said before, but when uh, – but when – when shit comes up with you, go get checked out. Go see. Yeah. Go talk to somebody. Don't let that shit fester. <laughs> Guys, I, I don't know if you can tell, but Santel really wants you to, you know, listen to your body and go to touch the doctor your, if something weird. Yeah, check touch your out. boobs, check your tits, check your check your testicles. You got to know your bodies, you guys. Shit, just your body is going to betray you any day now. Your <laughs> DNA is going to try to fucking kill you. You never know. know. Just pay attention to yourself. You know what feels right. Uh. I wrote support women. I just feel like I don't know if that. I feel like that was true of this story, but it should just sure, be true of all le- time. When would we? Uh, whatever. Yeah, that's a good lesson. <laughs> they didn't believe her. They were like, right? They were like playing twenty questions with her when she was at the. Well, I think this is when she went to the bathroom. When she went to the bathroom with the other woman, and the woman oh. was like, "Get out of here!" It's like, no, just support no, them. To, Listen, yeah. <laughs> they're going through some shit right now. <laughs> Uh, don't comment on people's hair, David. Just don't do it. You don't know what their hair situation's like. You don't know. You don't know. Sure, sure. 
friends don't let friends morph into friends. It just makes <laughs> yeah. things weird. Now, we didn't it, have any complications yet from this, but I can only imagine. Yet! I'm just telling you, friends don't let friends morph friends. That yeah. should be just, you put it on a shirt, put it on a belt. That should just be like a motto we go by moving Solid. forward. Um... Uh, prison shanks are dangerous. Just because you don't think it's dangerous, the moment you start going bada, 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 real fast, you're dead. <laughs> you're dead. It kills yep. people. Yep. Uh, what my last lesson? Uh, again, I think that you see. Uh, I think there's a through point with all of these things. Just like what happened to JJM. Take care of your mental health. If yep. you don't feel good, it's okay. Go get yourself looked after. Or, or go to another country and fall off the grid. Yeah. Those are all my lessons. I guess they all are I guess they all are preemptive medical procedures. Yeah. Uh, David, is there anything from your vantage point that you would like to touch on? Take advantage of room service when you have the opportunity. Yeah. Listen, when you're a kid, you don't pay those fucking bills. She what do you care? A burger and fries and pie and a milkshake. Uh, absolutely. And a salad a for Cassie. I'd say, yeah, <laughs> that's so shitty to get she's a, a salad. They, they oh, okay, okay, now, okay. Can't they get her a Boca burger? God, why is room not service that, so... Not in 1997. Room service is always expensive, and it's never it's never as good as you thought it was. But when you it were a kid, it was free. perfect. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's true. If you're true. the kid, you don't have to fucking pay for it. Oh, boy. Okay, so now we know that there is a danger... In taking animals. It's there not a be. carte blanche thing. You yeah. can find out that you're allergic to yeah. shit. And said it doesn't happen super, super often, but it is a known thing. Yeah. I wonder if it'll happen to anybody else. Who I knows? wonder if, uh, I wonder, I wonder if there's like, I wonder if it means she's off of all, like, could she get an alligator and things would be fine? Or like anything in that family is off limits. Has she been, I don't know that she, she hasn't been a reptile other than that, right? I don't think so. Well, if you're allergic to house cats, is that... I don't know where the shit's coming from. Does that also mean that you're also allergic to, like, lions? Don't know. Do lions don't have know. the same dander as a, as a house? I don't know. I don't know. Their dander tastes I'll like go, uh, alpaca or whatever the fuck they're eating. Sniff a lion and find out. David, now you have not started it yet, but what is the next book that you will tell us about? I'm so glad you asked. Uh, so, the next book is number 13. It is called The Change. Oh, boy. And now... Before I show this to you, and I'm not going to give you context for like, okay. what this is going to mean. Okay. But something big happens in this book. Like a David, status, it's called The Change. A status quo affecting thing happens in this book. Okay. The Jets finally go at it with the Sharks? <laughs> so here we go. Here's the cover. It's a boy Eastern. turning into a hawk. Yeah, but the face picture is weird. Yeah, it's just a kid. No, but but open but open the page, David. Oh, so yeah. So what you'll notice is that the animal isn't going to be the thing on the through cover. The boy is. Yeah, that's what I want to see. Right. Show me the boy. So the inside is a boy sitting in a bedroom at night with a hawk on like the dresser. That's Marcos. Marcos is the no, no, not Marcos. The one who's trapped. Tobias. The Tobias one who's trapped is in the, the bird. Hawk. Yeah. That's all I'm going <gasps> to show you. I'm not going to give you any context about that. Does he? Okay. That's just for you to ponder. Oh, I'm pondering so much. The change of status quo is a big deal, but yeah. I knew that was going to happen soon. Yeah. We had to get on some evil, not evil, uh, 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 even footing eventually, but I wonder what that's going to be. Oh, I'm so excited for yeah. next time. Big stuff. David, big stuff is happening. Uh, uh, and this, then I'll tell you, after that book is the Hork-Bashir Chronicles. I'm great. pretty sure. Uh, I liked that this, this was a great... High stakes 
but like in a bottle, but like in a yeah, bottle it felt episode. Like a little, just like almost like side adventure, side episode, where you're like, it, oh, we took a little break from the main thing to like see this little hiccup. You know, I like, but I like all of these alien medical things mm-hmm. of like their DNA is fucked with adding and new like, rules to like how the things work always provides right and adding cool even yeah. more danger to being to having these andalite powers is mm-hmm. sometimes they gotta like wonder if like shit's gonna freak the fuck out in the next 24 hours so yeah. like Good stuff. Good and stuff. it also kind of means the Yerks are starting to figure out how to manipulate people. If they're like, "Ooh, if we get this teen heartthrob to sign up a bunch of teenagers and kids to come to the sharing, oh. there's a whole you know part of a generation that we can easily take." David, I don't even want to think what would happen if they were able to get aliens inside of boys, eleven men. Who yeah. would know what was going to happen if they got them inside of Nice's, nice's knee? <laughs> you know, who knows, David? I can't even. In fact. We'll we'll stop this here so I can go ponder these things. Yeah. Thank you so much for telling me this wonderful Andalite anamorph <laughs> adventure. I've been Michael Santel. I'll still be David Miller. And we'll see you kids next time. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. That's our show. Thanks for coming around. Don't be sad. No need to frown. We'll have more stories. Don't throw a fit. Goodbye, one and all. And we'll see you in a bit. Bubble tape me up with this one, baby.